Welcome to Control C, the podcast where friends get together to discuss, enjoy, and tear movies apart. On this episode, we will be discussing Swiss Army Man from directors Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert. I had it. Scheinert. Okay. Good job. Okay. Good effort. <laughs> on today's panel, we have Billy. Hello. Ray. Hello. Chris. He looking like a man. <laughs> and <laughs> Hello. I'm Lindsay, and I will be today's host. Hi, Lindsay. Uh, hi, Chris. <laughs> hey, Lindsay. Hey, Billy. Lindsay! Right. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, so, tiny little backstory. Does anybody know who Graham Norton is? No clue. Okay, so Graham Norton is a British talk show host that I sometimes follow, and that's how I ended up discovering this movie. Uh, he had Daniel Radcliffe on, who is in this movie. Wait. How many times I, have you I been think I actually already know now that you mentioned what's what's Never his name again? On, um, Graham Norton, BBC. Because you say you sometimes follow him. Is he in America or? I follow his show, not him. Thank you. But um, tits. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I saw uh, Daniel Radcliffe promoting his, promoting this movie oh. on one of his episodes. Okay, I do know who he is. And Ooh. it stuck with me because they were mocking the first fifteen minutes, but also because Daniel Radcliffe was traveling. With his um, dummy doll, <laughs> so <laughs> his dummy doll. Yeah. Well, okay. for those who don't haven't really looked up the movie, uh, the premise is that Paul Dano's character Hank Thompson uh, is stranded on a desert island or deserted island, um, and he's trying to kill himself when a gaseous corpse washes up on the beach, and the gaseous corpse is Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> And then, uh, as he's trying to hang himself, the corpse keeps farting and distracting him, and he's unable to do it until he can make the corpse stop. In the process of doing that, uh, he realizes that there's enough gas in this body to propel him across the water if he rides this corpse like back to the mainland. Ski. Like a jet ski. And this is all in the first 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, and what follows is somehow less ridiculous. Even though it is still quite gaseous, <laughs> but um, and gassy, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it ends up being a lot about you know life and love and what it means to be a human and and all sorts of you know life affirming stuff. Uh, but obviously Daniel Radcliffe couldn't always be the dead body. They had an actual one that was made a mock up of him that looked disturbingly like him. And he traveled with it when he was doing press. So I'm assuming this clip will be going up yeah, I'll find during it. this week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. I'll find it. Um, so that's actually how I found out about the movie. And because it sounded such like such a ridiculous premise, I figured it would be worth a watch. <laughs> and I, uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Chris, I know you said I you liked it. You weren't? I didn't okay. watch it. You go, you go for it. They oh, didn't you watch didn't watch it. No, oh, okay. I couldn't do it. You tried it. I saw the trailer and I was like, nope, can't do it. Dude, you should. <laughs> this movie, and I de- I've been debating it since I watched it, and Lindsay knows I've had like a little conundrum as to where to place it. This movie is officially my second favorite movie of all time. So it's Memento. Then again, you have no taste, so. Swiss <laughs> Army Man. <laughs> yeah, okay. Memento, Swiss Army Man. I do want to watch Memento. And then uh, in three is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. After you're done watching Memento, you can get a tattoo on your stomach that says, Don't watch Memento. 
<laughs> I went, so you know how they have it on Twitter, um, explain the movie plot badly? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did the one for Memento. The heavily tattooed guy forgets he murdered his wife. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I loved about the movie was that if you let go, just let go about the whole it's a dead body. Let go that it's farting all the time. And just focus on... Let go that his penis can guide you to find a woman in the middle <laughs> of nowhere. It's fucking... Penis compass. Penis compass, Dude, yes. you, you... It's a shame you weren't able to go through with it. It's a really good movie. I... Once... Then again, I watched some of the strippers. Maybe I... Yeah, I mean... Here's, here's the thing about this. This is one of those that, like... If they didn't put the ridiculousness in there, it might not be as light. It would be super heavy, kind of depressing. Yeah. But because they allowed for all of this humor to be in there, with the penis compass, with all the parts, <laughs> um, you know, it ended up being a little bit less intense. Yeah. I agree. If it didn't have it, it would, it would be one of those movies that just kind of hits you hard in the feels, and then you're going to just want to, like cry for the rest of the movie but the humor the humor made it man it's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful tale of and i hate to say it because it sounds cliche of the human condition yeah but it, it's it's just told in such a ridiculous outlandish way and you spend the entire time wondering is is this truly happening it actually makes you question whether the dead body's coming back to life or whether it's all just in his imagination. Yeah. And when you think you have an answer to that question, you don't. Yeah. So the the subplot of so so he gets the he gets Manny, the dead body, who is the Swiss Army man. His name is Manny, because what else are you gonna call him? I mean, that's the name he liked. Yeah. <laughs> Why the name of the movie? Huh? Swiss, Swiss Army Swiss Man Army. Because, because he it, uses him in multiple ways. Yeah, so he uses him to like help okay, chop gotcha. wood. So like and, a Swiss arm. Okay. Yeah. He uses him as a jet ski to escape mm-hmm. the island. He uses him to chop wood with karate chop action. To keep water. <laughs> to, to keep water. This. Yeah. Whenever he's thirsty, he pushes on his stomach. Water comes out of his mouth. That's what he drinks. Uh. See, that's the thing is you gotta you gotta let go of the fact that it's a yeah. dead body. Don't th- you eventually? The movie does a great job of helping you forget yeah. that it is a dead body. And then every now and then reminding you that it's a dead body. Yeah. So it's it. But yeah, it, that's why it's called Swiss Army Man. He's yeah. he's a tool for which he gets back home with. Yeah. And what's the secondary plot line is that uh, Hank is in love, has been in love with this girl forever, and never told her. And then he was on this island by himself, and he's gonna die anyway. So he's you know it's basically this whole tale of unrequited love. So he's trying to explain to Manny why he, you know, what it is about her that he loved. And they, he basically put together this, he's telling Manny about how he sees her on the bus every day. And how, you know, she smiles at him and he just wants to go talk to her, but he doesn't have the guts. So Manny tells him that, you know, well, why don't you practice talking to her through me? And so they find all this, like, trash in the woods, and they create a bus out of, like, plastic bags and cans. It's the craziest thing, and it's all it's just magical. <laughs> it's freaking awesome. It sounds so crazy and bizarre, but it, it worked for some reason. And then he dresses up as the girl. Yes. 
<laughs> and he practices. That's that's what Manny's for, man. To practice, he's yep. he's the tool that helps him to an extent gain his sanity back. Yep, gain his sanity back, gain back his will to live. Yep, because he's teaching Manny how to be how how to be a person again. Because Manny's been dead for however long he's been dead for. Yeah, and and as they go, he starts to articulate more. Like he starts to move more. He starts to you know what I mean. He seems to to be coming back to life as the movie progresses. Yeah. He, he fights off bears, <laughs> flies away. <laughs> if you light his farts on fire, they can propel you into the sky. Yep. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the gist of it. I don't know if we're doing a good job selling this movie. Probably not. Because it is very weird, and I will grant you that you're watching it and you're going, what the fuck is happening? But it has a certain charm to it, and it and it has it this whole thing. Just the trailer like, alone, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, yeah, because you do spend a little bit of the movie going, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. But as you watch it, dude, it grows on you. It seriously grows on you, and I heavily recommend anybody who hasn't seen it, anybody who didn't watch it alongside us this weekend, to go ahead and and, and watch it. Because it's, it's an interesting find. Even I was like, okay, what am I watching? Yeah. Why am I watching this? Damn it, Lindsay, what did you make me watch? Going, oh, okay, that wasn't that bad. Yep. There was, there was definitely parts in the movie that you're just like, what? Yep. No. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's interesting. That I, the thing with uh, Daniel Radcliffe's eye, he can just naturally do that. The, lazy, the one lazy eye? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, that's that's he can just do that on command. Oh, okay. It's weird and creepy. It's magic. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, they had made a, a fake version, but Daniel Radcliffe pretty much insisted on being in almost in basically as every shot that he could. Um so instead of Dano carrying the dummy through the woods on his back, he's literally carrying Daniel Radcliffe on his back the entire time. <clears throat> that's freaking awesome. Like all, all that's that another stuff. thing that I liked about Daniel Radcliffe. Like you, you think, okay, he's playing a dead body. It's got to be easy acting. In my opinion, it's actually some of the hardest acting you can do. You have to be completely still. And he played it off yeah. so well. He really did. He played off a dead body very convincingly. Mm-hmm. And again, you think, oh, simple, just lay there. No, it's it's not quite as simple, mm-hmm. especially with the way he was used in this movie. Yeah. So I because I fell in love with Daniel Radcliffe all over again. Yeah. Because you're essentially, Jesus. <laughs> you're essentially allowing another person to have complete control over all of your, all of your motion. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was wonderfully charming. Um, Just as he is a little British boy. <laughs> oh my god! Um, it was, it was sold to some folks as Castaway meets, meets Weekend at Bernie's. That's what yeah. I said. I Which is actually written down exactly like it's that. actually um, how they came up with the main character's name. Hank Thompson is a play on Tom Hanks. <laughs> That's awesome. That's um, just brilliant. And Manny Mer- Bernie. Yeah. I don't know. I, Maybe. And the and for those who also didn't watch it, the girl that he's in love with is Mary Elizabeth Winstead from uh, Cloverfield Lane and. Scott Pilgrim, and I don't know why she I always ends her. up being the the object of everyone's unrequited love. But because yeah. she's just so hot. She okay. is. I mean, she's she's not. I mean, she's I'm being gorgeous. Sarcastic. She's very. Hey, 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 hey! Take it back. Calm yourself. I don't. Calm your tits, bro. 
<laughs> For anybody who hasn't seen it, go out, go out and Google the Calm Your Tits meme. Yeah. It's hilarious. I'm sure everybody's seen it. They had to. Uh, Kids, ask your parents. <laughs> oh, God. That's what they mean. <laughs> so eventually, they he actually makes it back to civilization. And he's brought the dead body with him. But he somehow ends up, like, pulling up in the backyard of the woman he was in love with. Yeah. Penis compass. Penis compass. Oh, my God. <laughs> Penis compass. Dude, it's... Penis compass is it, it is a thing. Like, literally, he, he... You see him get hard. And as he's focusing on the visions of this girl... Because at one point, Danny Radcliffe, I should probably go back a little bit, he is convinced that he is the owner of a cell phone that contains her picture. And he is led to believe that that is his girlfriend, and he must find her. So eventually, they run into a porn magazine, and he kind of mixes the feelings of the porn magazine with the girl, which causes him to get super erect. And then his penis just starts going in every possible direction until it picks a way to start walking to get to her house. So that's how they find where she lives. That sounds like every encounter I've ever had with a woman. (laughs) (laughs) You used your penis to navigate? Yeah, always. (laughs) Obviously how I've gotten to this point in my life. It's both literal and metaphorical. Yeah. Yes. Never steered you wrong. Well, hasn't it though? Uh, I mean, it's a penis. It only has enough blood for enough functions. Yeah. <laughs> Billy's face. Oh goodness. It's a weird movie. I mean, I can't. I, we can't undersell that enough. It's yeah. fucking weird. Yeah, it really like, is. It's one of those that you're either going to love it or you're not gonna. You're just gonna hate it. Yeah. Like it. It went to Sundance, like <laughs> movies like this tend to do, and like they had a bunch of people who walked out because they just they couldn't handle the farting. But the funny thing about the farting is that they actually recorded. It's like the cast and crew's farts, <laughs> and just kind of looped them all together. <laughs> I mean, where else are you gonna get fart oh, noises? God. From a fart machine, like they exist. Nope, they're real. Oh God! They so what did they do? Set up a bathroom mic? And I don't know what they didn't. I didn't see that part, but they definitely uh, re- recorded real farts from their casting. I group. do not want to use that mic ever again. <laughs> Pretty sure that thing got bleached. So, like a little insight into how we record. We all have our own individual mics that are labeled and put into their own boxes with our names on it. So we always use our own mics. Can you imagine using the fart mic? <laughs> Especially with T, who likes to smell her mic all the freaking time. <laughs> that would be kind of funny, though. <laughs> Give her a fart mic, not tell her, and just... Oh, I'm... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. That's terrible. Uh, I mean, she's not here, and we have her mic. I'm sure <laughs> Don't anybody tell her at the next session. Which, by the way, she did like this movie. So, because she watched this prior to... The prior events to that me led even, her to not being able to come. Yeah, not even um, 
prior to me picking the movie for the podcast, I had seen this months ago and just told her she'd like it anyway, and she watched it then. Paul Dano had a fart in there. Record it. Yeah, every everybody but Daniel Radcliffe had their farts recorded. What is it too good to fart in a mic? I don't know. <laughs> or just not gassy enough. Apparently, if yeah. anybody wanted to do it, they had to go to Steve. Steve Nelson. The sound expert, and he would have recorded it. <laughs> Poor Steve. Poor Steve. <laughs> sure Where's Steve? Works. I got a fart. <laughs> what do you mean he's off today? <laughs> uh, it's like, why does Billy keep going to the back of the line? He just keeps coming back around <laughs> over and over and over again. Uh, I think he shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> that one sounded wet. You gotta wonder, did anybody actually shard themselves in this one? I'd imagine uh, they would have had to. <laughs> did one of them sound wet? <laughs> yeah, it, they all it's an amalgamation of all the farts combined. So, yeah. Mm. It's it. It's hard to explain if you haven't seen the movie. That's the thing. It's just everything that we can say about this movie to make it sound good... Would it sound be more a, insane. yeah. It makes it sound more insane. It makes it sound bad. It's you have to experience it. Eventually, you forget and stop treating him as a corpse. You just treat him as another human being that is with you along for the ride. So here's here's a because I feel like we haven't we talked about how um, I don't know. I'm just gonna quote something for you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And so Hank says, because I'm just a scared, ugly, useless person. And Manny, who is the corpse, says, but maybe everyone's a little bit ugly. Maybe we're all just dying sacks of shit, and maybe it'll, all it'll take is one person to just be okay with that. And then the whole world will be dancing and singing and farting, and everyone will feel a little bit less alone. Yep. So it's, it's full of stuff like that, where, yes, there's a farting corpse in front of you, but they've got some really, like, insightful things... About the human condition. Life is going to be okay. And you just need to find people that are okay with your farts. It's essentially the moral of the story. <laughs> life is weird. Life is random. Find people that enjoy your farts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was quite strange. <laughs> and Ray's words. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I mean, how can we put this in a non-weird way? I don't know. I don't think there is a way, to be honest with you. There's none whatsoever, bro. Because <laughs> the movie itself is strange. There's nothing nothing that we can deny about that. And because I know there were several parts that I was going through just going, what am I watching? And why am I continuing to watch this? And then, like, two seconds later, I'm like, oh, that's why I'm continuing to watch it. I don't even think I finished <laughs> the trailer. Let's just be honest. As soon as I saw that, I was like, uh, yeah, no, but... It was just, I don't know It's okay, <laughs> you don't have to watch it It's okay, it was one of those movies that I think, to some extent I think Lindsay knew that it was kind of a long shot Yeah, I mean, Lindsay but, it, but it's just so good once you get through it It really is You Okay So, I originally didn't even want to watch it Because of the trailer But after What? Five minutes in? was when I got absorbed. And it was essentially... I think the part that got me the most is when he, in the cave, where he built... What was it? Um, 
he had like a diorama of everything. Oh, he was yeah. He was explaining. Yeah, he was explaining mm-hmm. like, the town and everything. And that part is what where it kind of got me. But there were still parts where I was like, what the, what the fuck is going on? Did he just press on his stomach and now he's drinking the water? Like, what's happening? Because he couldn't. Yeah, he couldn't find fresh water. He was getting really dehydrated, and Manny just provided for him. Yeah. Well, didn't it drip in his mouth, though? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, <man>. What happened? <laughs> for those of you that can't see, Ray just pushed his mic away and is shaking his butt. Does that mean Billy farted? It's apropos, but... I just want somebody to accept me Oh my god! It was super charming. I I highly recommend. Like I can't, I can't say enough about it. It's just again, (laughs) what happened? Nothing. I love still lingers. Of course, it lingers. Everything about me lingers. (laughs) I'm like a cancer. (laughs) Okay. Alrighty then. I smell a cancer. <laughs> I'm going to insert the sound know. effect of crickets chirping. Chirp, 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 chirp. Did we derail you, Lindsay? A little bit. That's okay. I mean, I'm glad that I'm glad that those who did watch enjoyed it. Yes, I, I fucking loved it. And like I told you, I had a real debate of whether it was going to be my th- second or third favorite movie. It's my second favorite movie. But you know what, though? I think that putting it in the category with um, Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind mm-hmm. would help some people who were on the fence about it. You know, because it's that kind of movie. It's, it is. It's not... I mean, obviously, Eternal Sunshine doesn't have a bunch of farting. It's a lot more comedic but it's, than Eternal Sunshine. But, but it's... Uh, it's that kind of introspective movie. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, guys. It's an introspective movie. It's the the, the curse of recording after lunch. Yeah. So, now, yeah, and I guess you're you're right. It does, and that's kind of why I went back and forth on whether which one I liked the best. But the comedy in this one is what kind of made me fall in love with it. It was just ridiculous. It, it was to some extent it had no purpose other than to make you smile. Yeah. And that's kind of what was beautiful about it. That it had no purpose. And then at the end of the movie, you know, he's trying to convince everybody, no, this body's alive, this body's alive, this body's alive. Nobody believes him. And he just, he goes up to Manny. He's like, come on, you know. What, I forget what, what words he tells him. But it <laughs> essentially re- results in Manny having one of the longest farts in the world and rocketing off into the <laughs> sunset. Well, part of well, part of the ending is they get to the woman's house. She and her family freak out because this random dude just showed up on her back steps with a dead body. <laughs> um, and I guess uh, Hank's father thought he was dead, mm-hmm. so he gets called. The police get called, and they're basically not listening to Hank because they think he's crazy and they think that he killed this guy and that he's trying to kill this woman. And so they're try- essentially trying to get him into the cop car without too much, eff- you know, too much whatever. But he doesn't want to leave Manny because Manny has become his lifeline, and uh, so he 
grabs Manny and goes back down to the beach and basically sets him free. <laughs> and then the, the best free willy type style. Yeah, and the best thing was the woman at the end, not understanding what's going on, not having a clue as to why this guy showed up on her doorstep, and literally the last line of the movie is "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then credits. <laughs> it was just really entertaining to me. I'm serious. Okay. After watching this movie, Ray may still not like it, but this is totally up your alley, Billy. Probably. It sounds yeah. fantastic. <laughs> it's one of those, like, there's a 50-50 chance that Ray will love it, but there's like an 80% chance that you will. Yep. I like those odds. Those, those are very good odds, but never tell me the odds. Mm. <laughs> We're all going to die. <laughs> Well, you know what? That's a major theme of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> We're all going to die eventually. Yeah. Some of us sooner than others. It's pretty much 100%. Yep. Hopefully I'll go first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Agreed. With that attitude, you will. Sweet! You can, Here, this is, you can if you believe. This is one of my favorite Manny lines. If my best friend hides his farts from me, then what else is he hiding from me? And why does that make me feel so alone? <laughs> Please, just fucking hide everything from me. I don't care. I want to feel alone. <laughs> well, that's why Billy just shared his fart with you. No, yeah. I don't want him he to share anything. He wants you to know his intimate soul. No. He wants to bear his all to you. No, fuck that. Here's a line that you guys will appreciate. Uh, uh. <laughs> Change your mind. Yeah. Why? Go ahead. No, no. No, too late it. now. <laughs> when I masturbate, I'm going to think about your mom. Oh, damn. That's fucked up. <laughs> Which happens frequently. Oh, God. I can't help the thoughts go through my head. <laughs> you must be thinking of whose mom? Random. Random people's mom? Yeah, it's like a slideshow. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Remember the viewfinders yeah. when we were children? <laughs> And so I'm, I'm kind of going through the Amazon reviews, and not many people had anything too eloquent to say on the one stars. Basically, things like weird and boring and not good, terrible, Did like say, like nothing. It's okay. Oh, uh, it's no. so so. Um, someone named Deirdre Lee uh, put did nothing for me. I'm sorry, but I am not entertained by vomiting corps, vomiting corpses, and farting corpses. <laughs> Slightly disturbing and gross. Just fine. Dull and dumb, stupid movie. Most everybody found it was just boring. I still don't know how they found it boring. It wasn't. It didn't really have too many there's, slow there's parts. No, because there's no real action. There's no. I mean, if they went to a movie where the trailer shows a guy jet skiing on a body and then decide that that's an action movie, then that's on you. I mean, okay, so this, okay. I mean, I really liked this movie, but this one's <coughs> moderately over the top. Uh, it's five I like stars. Movie. Hold on. Uh, her name is Maria Alisativa Savita. Sure. Uh, Mikasha. Mikaha. Okay. Woohaha. So this is her review, and I picked it because it's bonkers. Okay. <clears throat> Only intelligence beyond the scale of hu- human could explain the wild, unprecedented genius of this film. I am in such soul-shattered awe that I can barely type this or even move. There has never been, nor ever will be, a movie like this. 
Intelligence beyond the scale of human is the only possible explanation for how even one minute of this film was thought up. I can hardly breathe. You won't cry. You won't laugh. You will just stare at it second by second, probably with your mouth hanging open, and wonder how such magnificence could come into existence as this film, this storyline, this concept. If I could pay everyone in the world $100 to watch this movie, I would. I can still hardly breathe or move. What just happened? With like a million exclamation marks and a million question marks. See, see I, I got the same aspect of what just happened, but not of the awe. Soul shattering awe? Yeah, no, not the soul shattering awe. I, I get the soul shattering awe. Do you? Okay, well, I'm glad I, I you do. I really like this movie, but I didn't extent. like it that much. Not to the extent where I was like, oh my god, this is a religious experience. She clearly had one. But it was, it was amazing. Apparently, this movie was filmed in only twenty-two days. I believe it. It doesn't. It, it, it doesn't seem like it was much of a big production. And I mean, realistically, th- they basically entire, just tramped through the woods. Yeah. yeah, they basically just went through the woods. The biggest set pieces were made out of trash. Yeah, and, and they actually were collecting trash for like weeks leading up to the production of the movie. Because so rather than create trash, they, they, they waited for legitimate trash. Yeah, to they actually like picked up real trash. See, that's not bad either. I mean, it's a great way to save money rather than create new trash or whatever. You know what I mean? Yep. So, I mean, I'm not surprised that it would have taken that long. I'm not surprised that it was filmed in that short amount of time. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if the budget for it wasn't that much either. Yeah. Most of the budget probably went to the special effects. And the... Paying of the cast and crew. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, the, the one thing that I did find that I liked in regards to trivia was uh, Paul Dano apparently liked it because he was told that the the way the movie was described to him is the first fart will make you laugh, and the last fart will make you cry. <laughs> Basically. Now I didn't cry throughout the movie. I don't know if you did. There. Uh, well, I'm, yeah, I'm a sap though. So. All right. Yeah, I mean there were there were several times, especially towards the end when he thought he was losing everything and. When he was explain part of when he was explaining <clears throat> stuff on the bus and how much he loved the girl and I don't know, it just got to me. <laughs> Ray sitting over there pretending to cry off mic. That's right. I want to show true emotion <clears throat> on mic. It's, it's not manly to. Right That's here. right. My mama said, "Man, don't cry." <laughs> So you pull the mic to your face to say, my mom said, man, don't cry. <laughs> and then you push the mic away. Like if you're some sort of that, badass. That, you just said that's, that. that's my version of mic drop. I can't drop the mic. Yeah, please don't drop that mic. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that expensive. Uh, it, was, it was not that, bad. Hey, 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 hey. Continue with the topic at hand. Mic drop. <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to find some information on this. I'm not actually getting much. No, there wasn't a whole lot online. On it was more um, just ran- the random facts. But you know, it does seem that everybody who made it really enjoyed the process. Mm-hmm. It was just a cute artsy film. Yeah, that's what I liked the most about it. It's it's artful. The way it was shot was beautiful. The lighting was beautiful. The story was beautiful. It just had farts in it, and that's what yeah. made it ridiculous. Well, and part of it, part but, of the beauty was that it was out in nature. I mean, they were. It's not like they built a set of forest. Yep. They were out in the forest. Yep. So a lot of that was just nature's own beauty. Again, and and the sets, quote unquote, the bus. Yeah. That was something that was built in the forest, shot in the forest using <coughs> garbage. So I mean, yeah. it just looked like 
effort that any kid would have just made yeah. over the summer. You know, hey, we're we're off in summer school. Let's build something together, and oh, let's let's do something. Yeah. It just looked like kid projects, and it fit the it fit the motive of the movie. It was nice. Yeah, I agree. So. <laughs> it's 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 one of my favorite movies. I really really enjoyed it. It's one of those that just kind of sticks with you for a while. I'm gonna watch it again. <laughs> That's okay. I'll I'm serious. I, I don't know why I connected with it as much as I did, but it's good. I'm glad I did. It was. I don't know. Was there any scenes that were like, oh my goodness, or <clears throat> any of your favorite, favorite, favorite? The farting. My f- no, no, I, I hated the farting. Um, the the whole their relationship when they were building the trust, and then how at one point where he fought, finds that it was all a lie, and just there was that disconnect and that realization that um, Hank had where he couldn't really go on without his buddy, without Manny. That was the part that made me emotional. I didn't cry, but it did make me emotional. It was like... You you see him at his worst, and you see him improving, and he's improving because of this corpse, and they're becoming friends, and the corpse is coming back to life, and it gives you this hope of everything is going to be okay... Even though they came out of the lowest point, they're, they're, I mean, for God's sake, this guy's coming back from the dead, essentially. Yeah. Because there is that point where he can, he actually starts walking on his own for a little bit, you know? So he's coming back to life, and, you know, he's, essentially they're both coming back to life, what it boils down to. So when there's that disconnect within their friendship, it just kind of felt like, you know, everything is over. Like, all the hope that you've been building up was ripped away from you and that mm-hmm. part was what hit me the most Yeah, but and it was just it was beautiful to kind of see them that they came from nothing they were coming up they hit a struggle fell back down but it was beautiful to see them come back up again and say nope yeah. let's keep, move forward and let's going. push through and let's get away from this fucking bear <laughs> <laughs> rock in the sky <laughs> So it just had something, it had something to it. There's something special about this movie that unless you give it a shot and actually sit there and watch it and, like you said, forget that it's a body, forget yeah. that it's just a corpse. Because there were a few things in there that were that. pretty cool. The Kung Fu, um, <laughs> the the Kung Kung Fu, Fu grip. grip. <laughs> the yeah. little chopping and stuff like that and yeah. then using him as a... Um, what is that? Graveline hook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing shit in through his mouth and popping it out. <laughs> Use him as a gun. Use him as a gun. That was ridiculous. <laughs> it was great. It was a really cute movie. Yep. Highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Certainly very, very unique. Yes. Unique is... <laughs> unique is definitely a word for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sure. <laughs> Weird is another word for it. Mm. Outlandish is another word for it. But I wonderful like, is also I like fantastical. fantastical Fantastical I, I, I can give you that I can back you up on that claim <laughs> Now you said the um, Person that you follow Directed? I forgot Oh no 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 Graham Norton's just a um, It's just a talk show host He's a talk show okay. host He interviews people And he, yeah. when they come up Promote movies and Yeah Ah gotcha on, on top of that It wasn't just on that show That Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe Was carrying this dummy Oh around. I'm sure it wasn't That's just where I have I to I read see that it. he even Took him on roller coasters Oh yeah yeah He took him everywhere <laughs> 
He because, just carried him all over the place. Because wouldn't you? If you Fuck yeah. If you had a, a life-size dead dummy of you? Yes. Freak people out. I would have been like, I put it in my contract. I keep it. Yep. At the end of this movie, I don't give a damn. It's mine. <laughs> yep. He had a lot of fun uh, promoting it. <clears throat> so, like, when he did the Graham Norton thing, if I remember it correctly, he, like, brought him up on the couch and just, like, sat him there throughout the whole interview. <laughs> Super weird. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna have to pull that interview. Yep. We're gonna pull that interview to take a look. Let's see. So yeah, I can do that. Be interesting. Any final thoughts? No. If you haven't seen it, watch it. If yeah. you didn't watch it this weekend, please go watch it. Yeah. Um, I would recommend it. And as with all the other movies, feel free to join us on our Facebook page and yeah. talk about it. If you think we're wrong, go tell us we're wrong, and we'll tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> um, or depending on the movie, why you're right. Or depending yeah. on the movie, why you're right. For this particular movie, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> now, it was. There's nothing I would change about it. The only thing I would change about it is that I probably should have seen it sooner. All right. I and mean, you have to get over the fact that this is a dead body. Yeah. And that because that, there was a few scenes that I was just like, oh no, 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 <coughs> can't do. Um, the whole drinking out of him. With water, that yeah. that got me. It was one of those I had to stop. Yeah, by the by the time I got to that, I was so deep in it that I didn't even think about it. See, the water did bug me, but the movie does a great job of naturally making you feel awkward that it's a body and then making you forget that it's a body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as long as you are open-minded enough to go through the ride, you should yep. be fine. Yep. yep. And even, even by the end, you're still wondering... I even still had that left over. Well, did that really happen, or is that just his hallucination this whole time? Yeah. I mean, and that I, was part of why I love the ending, and that was part of what I made mean, me fall in love with the movie. That it's so open, that there's so many interpretations for yeah. what happened. I personally think it happened. Yeah. I mainly because of the. Well, the I mean, the the thing. Know, yeah. It's I don't know. I just I love the ending, and I I love that they ended on. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because that's basically what you feel most of the time that you're watching it in a good way. <laughs> Very much so. There was a cherry on top of the day that I watched it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that'll wrap it up for us because you know, I don't we, really have anything else to say about it. We, other we've than covered I everything. It. I mean, it's a great movie and it's just, there's not much backstory for it. It's It's oh. an original uh, piece. Yeah, it's a very original piece. Definitely, there's definitely nothing like it out there. And we've kind of spoiled the entire movie. Well, I mean, we can break it down scene by scene, but realistically, like the scenes don't necessarily mean anything in general. Yep. <laughs> Is that the ice cream truck? Mm-hmm. Well, everybody knows what that means on all the other <laughs> shows and podcasts we've done. Ice right. cream truck is here. Time to wrap it up. All right. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for joining us here at Control-C in our review of Swiss Army Man. Remember to join us every week for a new episode. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes, SoundCloud. And remember, that for this and other shows, join us at geekendcast.com and follow our Twitter at geekendcast. Thank you to our cast, Billy. Bye. Ray. Later. Chris. What the fuck? <laughs> Cece. See ya. <laughs> All right, this is Lindsay, and have a good day. <laughs> Later, Gators. <laughs>